KEXP's Music That Matters podcast is made possible by Merge Records, presenting Lionheart, the debut solo album from H.C. McIntyre, frontwoman of Mount Moriah, out January 26th. Album details and more at mergerecords.com. You've got a tune to the afternoon show. It is listener-powered KEXP. Just heard a brand-new track from Fortet, a song called Planet. Right before that, the uh, Bonobo remix of Gorillaz Andromeda, 100 Waters from their brand-new album, communicating a song called Wave to Anchor, and a brand-new track from Bjork starting off the set. The song is called The Gate, and uh, we've heard that the new album is going to be her tender album, uh, an album of love songs, and is tentatively uh, entitled Utopia. Kevin Cole with you down in the performance space with uh, Bonobo. Welcome to uh, KEXP. Thanks for having us. It's good to be here. It is great having you back. How about a, a couple songs from the new album? Yeah, absolutely. And then, uh, then we'll chat a bit about it. Sounds good. Great.
Oh, man, so beautiful. Bonobo live on the afternoon show. It's KEXP, Where the Music Matters. Two songs from the new album, Migration, the song Break Apart, and the title track starting off the set, Migration. And uh, first of all, it's great having you here. Thank you so much. You played last night at the Paramount Theater in Seattle. And uh, you're playing tomorrow in Portland at the Roseland uh, Theater. So uh, appreciate you taking the time to hang out an extra day here in Seattle and play for KEXP listeners. Yeah, of course. It's always a good place to be in Seattle. Well, we love you. And uh, um, you've been traveling a lot since you were here last in 2013. The new album is called Migration. When did sort of the... uh, the theme of mig- migration sort of emerge as what would be the theme for the album? Um, I suppose it kind of came about because I was sort of transitory between the last tour and this one. I was kind of living on the road for about a year. So a lot of the record was kind of conceived in that time in a sort of, you know, different spaces on kind of airplanes or hotel rooms or people's sofas. or So I guess that kind of transitory thread was the the sort of the premise of the of this kind of theme of of movement do the songs specifically link to places for you yeah sometimes i mean a lot of the times i kind of i would sort of record things and name them after the place i was in so originally there was this idea of naming every track after a place where it kind of happened but um i kind of took a different route in the end but that was that was definitely sort of the, the the origins of it was and different kind of headspaces as well like you know having being on the road and being playing in clubs and then still having that sort of the kind of club ringing in your ear and then that sort of informs an idea as much as you know being somewhere restful so the kind of environment is quite relevant to it as well and in keeping with the theme migration you recorded the new album almost entirely right on a laptop i I mean i started at least on a laptop yeah and then when i when i finally cannot you know moved into an actual place um I kind of, uh, you know, I finished out the ideas in the studio. But, I mean, a lot of it was done pretty much on on headphones and a laptop, yeah. You had mentioned that uh, for this album you had a pretty steep learning curve. What what was that about? I just feel like I, I kind of, there was a point where I felt like I, I'd sort of stopped learning um, in terms of just making music, and I needed to sort of engage with that, that idea of kind of... Um, I don't know, just sort of collaboration a bit more and just kind of spending time with people that I, whose music I'd admired and just sort of being in their studios and having people come through mine and just that sort of idea of uh, kind of getting that sort of creative sort of momentum back again. Yeah, yeah, pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone. Yeah, exactly, just trying to learn new things. I think that was, that was kind of a big, big part of this record. So collaboration was one of them. Uh, any other sort of, uh, sort of methods or things that you did to... to push yourself out there yeah i think it's just trying things you know just sort of uh, even if it doesn't mean that it's actually going to end up being anything it's just i'm going to try this today just to see how it works out and often those are the ideas that you you know the ones that you don't you think that might be sort of throwaway they're the ones that end up being the most interesting oh for sure uh recently uh, i've been playing this bowie quote a lot on the air where he talks about just sort of uh how important it is as an artist to just kind of always push yourself into the deep end. And, and once you feel uncomfortable, you're in the right spot. Yeah, that's, I could definitely agree with that. That's, that's a very valid point. Yeah. So, um, you, since I think the last time you were here, moved to LA as well. So has that impacted the album? I'm sure it, it uh, probably makes collaboration easier. Yeah. I just think there's a very good sort of, I think LA's having a moment 
right now and there's there's a good sort of creative community there of people who are, uh, I feel are more willing to sort of share ideas and collaborate than, than other places I've lived so that's definitely something I noticed that you're actually spending time kind of sharing ideas with people more so than, than anywhere else I'd been you know in the previous years and who are some of the collaborators on the new record uh, well the title track the piano is um, John Hopkins who was um, at the time living in the same neighborhood um, and we were kind of at the same place with our records you know yeah. just sort of we were just having just moved to LA and yeah, just yeah. started to sort of set up shop there and record a record so we went and um, spent a day recording pianos um, which was really fun yeah um, and then there's uh, the track which is played uh, Rye uh, is on Break Apart and Nicole Meglis from 100 Waters is on Surface um, Nick Murphy who's formerly Chet Faker is on No Reason which is the next one we're going to do um and yeah, there's various other people on there as well. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Um, so the production's pretty big uh, for the shows. Is there, uh, how, how do you go about translating the songs to a live setting? Um, I think that kind of the idea is to just not worry about it at the time and just sort of make the record and then figure out how to sort of deconstruct it and, and rebuild it in a live setting. And you often kind of go, it's quite sort of can be one of the more frustrating processes of, of when things don't work immediately to yeah, sort yeah. of, but you know, sometimes things that you thought were going to be great don't work out so well and then you have to rethink them and, and just that process of, you know, eventually kind of settling somewhere with the, and often the song, the songs can take on a completely new life and new direction when you play them live. There are things, there are elements that can be pulled out that weren't prominent in the album version, so... Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that's got to be um, a surprise and also very fulfilling, right? If there's a, if if there's a lot of challenges and a lot of work at trying to uh, actualize something that you've got in your head, and then it changes or comes out totally different. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's kind of. The, I mean, that's the process with 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 working anyway. You know, you you start with one idea that you think is you think you're aiming for somewhere, and you end up somewhere completely different, which can be sort of a surprise. A surprise turn but i mean experimentation is sort of part of the process i always find that songs take or ideas take about three or four turns before they arrive at the final the final idea from uh from the moment of inception like when you're working out the sketch on the laptop to yeah exactly those those first few elements you start with they might disappear by day two and you'll end up you end up with these other sort of sounds that were all kind of disparate at one point but are now sort of the, the main part for the new album migration um did the songwriting process change for you as you were pushing yourself into sort of areas of sort of discomfort or collaboration or working on the laptop, et cetera? Did the uh, process uh, of actually writing the songs change for you versus I, like the, the North Borders or previous albums? Yeah, I feel like I kind of, I, I waited until, you know, I waited to, to get this one right. I think that was the main thing. I kind of, if things weren't working, I would just put them aside and just, you know, just kind of sort of sit with them for a little while and or just not or just kind of ignore them for a bit and then yeah. come back with sort of fresh fresh ears i guess well it's a uh, it's a beautiful record oh thank you um do you want to play a couple more from it and you've got you've got a lot yeah. of instrumentation going yeah, on do you mind got, introducing yeah we've got uh this is jack on drums mike on various woodwinds we've got johnny on keys and piano Hugh on guitar and Shardine on vocals 
this is the current band that we're touring with at the moment this year. Cool. Thank you all for being here. It's Bonobo live on the afternoon show. It's KEXP. Get 
KEXP's Music That Matters podcast is made possible by Merge Records, presenting Lionheart, the debut solo album from H.C. McIntyre, frontwoman of Mount Moriah, out January 26th. Album details and more at mergerecords.com.